13 Divorce Devil, episode 147. I'm not going to crack. 147. I said 147, folks. Yeah. 147 episodes. This episode is, it deals with your hate. Yeah. Your hate. Some people have it before, during, after divorce, but it almost always comes. So today we're talking about two steps forward, three steps back. That's what he does. Two steps forward and three steps back. I don't know the rest of the words. Oh, that's Paul Abdul. Paul Abdul, opposite tracks. Yeah. Ain't it fiction? It's a natural thing. Yes. So let's go with the two steps forward. Yeah. Sometimes the anger can power you through the day. I'm pissed off. I'm getting through this day. So you actually lean into the the anger and you mis, misconstrue, yes, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. use of the anger. But it's a positive. So anger can be positive and negative. But, uh, it can motivate you yes. to get out of a rut of, what was mm-hmm. me. Yeah. It can also motivate you to be nasty. And do bad things. And say things that you may regret. But you've also gotten out of that stale moment. So it's like. It's, half yeah, of one, six, a half dozen yang. The yin so. and yang sometimes don't balance out. I like the yin and yang. <laughs> They're the third cousin <laughs> twice removed. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> you kill my teacher. You must fight now. Poor <laughs> oh, yeah, started off early. <laughs> my wheezing or my snorting or what? <laughs> yes. No, I think a lot of times we sit in anger. And that's one of the big things that leads to divorce because we don't talk. We're stuck in anger. So if you're not communicating, you don't know what the other person's feeling because you can't read minds yet. We're not that advanced or ever. But you may think that your partner thinks this way because you've known them so long. or And they may think that you know that. But it could totally not be what they're feeling. And like I had said before we got on the air, my hatred or my... My my reason for getting divorced was me. One of the reasons was I felt like I wasn't a big deal in my marriage. There was it felt like there was other entities that were more important, right? So where did the hate? Where did the, the hate, hate come? came from? Not feel not my spouse not sticking up for me. My spouse allowing people to treat me like shit. No one was defending me in my relationship and if in in your relationship if you're the husband and wife don't come first there's a lot of things that either one can resent the other for Mm -hmm. and so my hatred was how dare i marry someone who doesn't think i'm the bee's knees right like the most important person in our relationship now in another relationship that person might be the most important in that dynamic a father daughter or mother son mm-hmm. or whatever that might be the per- most important person in that dynamic but if it's being brought into your marriage you can hate or resent and resentment turns into hate and then there's you just get blind and you're like there's no other way out but divorce because i'm not being seen i'm not being heard i'm 18th in this marriage and so it almost turns into a situation ship yeah. Where like it goes yeah. from relationship and not being yeah. respected and or it goes like or heard. Yeah, and I yeah. feel like it goes you date, you get engaged, you get married, you get you you're in your marriage, <laughs> then you date, disengage, and then you get divorced. The bell curve. So the divorce double bell curve. Yeah. Oh. And again, I feel like it happens and the disinvolvement really leads to divorce. Yeah. So, you know, anger 
if you don't work with anger, it can make you sick too. And so if I'm mad all the time, I'm going to get ulcers. I'm going to get headaches. I'm going to get stressed out. My heart's going to be like, I can't take anymore emotionally and physically. It may feel great now. Like mm-hmm. it says here, like we're it's catharsis, but it feels so great to hate somebody because then it gives you an excuse to do the things that you do, whether good it almost or bad. gives you energy. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I, because that person did that or that, whatever, I'm allowed to do this and be shitty and whatever. Not really. And eventually that will catch up to you. Yep. Just because it feels great at the moment going, I, or if you're bashing them to your friends or your family, or you have to go to court and you have to tell, paint this persona of a terrible person, that hate will fuel you in that, in that sense. But so what does divorce devil say about catharsis? It says, would you want me to read the whole thing? Or? Yeah, sure. Sure. <laughs> what the heck? Welcome to Sesame Welcome Street, to kids. Yes. <laughs> One, two, three. <laughs> I want to suck your blood. Um, hate might eventually provide a sense of catharsis. It can also be a way of an individual to channel and release pent-up emotions. In the immediate aftermath of betrayal, disappointment, or hurt, it's a natural reaction for many to feel anger or even hatred. By expressing these feelings, one might feel a temporary sense of relief or validation. And, and it is temporary, folks. And yep. what is anger? Yep. I have the right to be angry because my marriage is ending. I have the right to be angry because you did this or you did that but at some point david's favorite word you have to forgive but you don't have to forget so what comes first hate or anger the chicken or the egg oh i think you have moments of anger that lead to hate i think i don't think we're born to hate in in my sense i don't think people are they learn it yeah it's a learned response yeah and i'm angry for a minute I'm angry for five minutes. If I'm angry for an hour, I hate, right? I hate that I'm this angry or you made me this angry. I think that anger can be innate, but hate is a learned. Yeah. Yeah. And again, they say kids don't know how to hate or don't know how to see color or don't know how to see mm. the, the problems of the world until, until an adult them. shows them. Yeah. And if you're modeling hate, you're... You don't want children to be hateful because then we have this new society come up that's hateful. So hate comes from a dis, like your heart's broken or you didn't get your way or your feelings were hurt and all the things, all these things pent up to create hate. I think you can have moments of like, I don't really hate him, but I don't really like him, but I don't. You like in the middle. Yeah. So it's like a. I dislike you very much. <laughs> like when the kids are literally like, don't say hate, say mm-hmm. I dislike. No, if you I dislike hate. someone, you hate them. Yeah. So it's the verbiage is there. If we stay in hate, it can create other things. And there's different different levels. Levels. Yeah. There's that hate that you want somebody to die. Yeah. There's that hate that you want them to really die at a really bad death. And, and then really, there's a hate really that bad. you murder people, David. We're not talking about that. Yes, yes. We're talking about different <laughs> We need to be on hate. a sane level of and, hate. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's that hate where you just want maybe just a broken arm. You just want to run them yeah. over on yeah, the way once, out. Once, not, not twice. Not back up and, yeah. you know, yeah. do it on, so, again. So with different levels, but we, <laughs> we're not proponents of that, folks. Do not do, do that. Do not run your people over inside the door. The devil people told me yeah. to do it. No, and I think, which goes into the next one. It's easier to hate someone that you've loved to release from them. Because if you love them, you're not going to leave them. Yeah. Right? If you're like, well, so I you still have to love stop him. Loving them. Or he loves you. But the opposite of love is hate. So if you don't hate them to leave, 
you're going to stay maybe in a bad situation. But once again, there's a gray zone there. Yeah. You, you don't have to, when you stop loving, you don't have to hate. That's, that's mm-hmm. okay, there's love, yeah. gray zone, then hate. Yeah. So you want to be in that gray well, zone. Well, it's like a, I love him, to, but I'm yeah. not in love with him. Yes. Like, so, yeah. so love, not in love, gray area, hate. Yeah. And so if you disassociate some with someone, like I was married 24 years. There is a lot of good in that. There is a lot of gray in that. There's a lot of times where I'm like, huh, was that just sufficing me or shutting me up so to keep... Are you serious? Hey. This kid over here, this 12-year-old, is drinking a Capri Sun. He's like... Soccer practice, baby. Soccer practice. <laughs> How long has that been I, in the I'll fridge? I'll be breaking out some orange wishes <laughs> soon. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, hey, I love orange wishes. You get those little huggy barrels. Yeah. <laughs> what does Bridgemon bring for treats? <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my god! Getting plenty. Getting plenty. Yes. Oh, my God. Don't drink the Kool-Aid, kids. Don't hey. drink the Kool-Aid. Unless it's grape and some ice in that orange pitcher from, like, Tupperware. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Back in the day, with a... Freeze that shit. Yeah. yeah. Back to hate. Hey. Back tupper- to hate. Tupperware to hate. Don't hate great Kool-Aid. Tupperware to hate. <laughs> T-P-H. But you gotta love it. No, so, dissing, like it says, it's a dissing, distancing mechanism. If I hate you, I don't want to be near you. I don't. So, it gives you also time to heal, too, right? So, yep. if I distance myself from someone that I once loved... I can get into that space where I'm starting to heal into that divorce. And then when it's final, if I still loved him, I'd still be with him. But So I've done my job. Yeah, like the other day we were in the car and my 12-year-old, hey, tell me a memory back when you were with dad. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's, how did you meet or how this? And I was like, trying to explain things, but not as a married person. And he goes, did you love him? And I'm like, yeah, always love your dad. He gave me you guys. He gave me great years. He goes, I just am not in love with your dad. Mm -hmm. And your dad has someone else. And if your dad ever needed anything, I'd be there. And this is my 12 year old. I'm not going to give him all my crap because Mm -hmm. why would I? That's still his dad. And so I'm like, just because you're not with someone doesn't mean that you don't care about them. You just aren't in love with them. You can love the ideas that or the past that you had with them or remembering these things are part of my life, which created you, which I love. So in turn, I will always love your dad, just not in love with him and with him. So so I'm going to ask you this question. Yeah. I'm a member of a couple of men's divorce Facebook groups. Yeah. yeah. And the number one thing that men struggle with is they still love them. They just can't turn it off. Yeah. And. I think women are better at turning off emotions. Oh, yeah, because we're so multi-tasked You guys are so in tune with your emotions. Yeah. When you guys are done, you're done. Yeah. Where men are like... "Eh." Oh, yeah, it's really like pulling that proverbial plug. Oh, wait, if you plug it in a little bit, you still can get that switch of hope. And I think we don't necessarily turn it off. We know how to compartmentalize it. We can say, you know what? I'm going to put that over here today because I can't deal that. I still care about him, Mm -hmm. but I'm not with him. And I can't be with him because it's not healthy to be with him. And we can, we are able to see the many faucets of a relationship because we have played every scenario in our head 5,000 times. So when we're done, no, we may go back. No, we may go back because we feel bad for that partner or the puppy dog eyes or the the sex or the loneliness One last time. One or last the this. Time. Yeah, no, because it does happen. And you're like, 
a lot of times when women go back, it's to make sure that they're making the right decision that they already know they're making. The reason why men go back is they're familiar and they don't like change. Yeah. Yep. How dare you not like me is a lot that I see. Yep. Like with some of the, uh, with when, with our social media stuff, when I'm like looking through things and people are, and I search through their pages and stuff, I see a lot of people are like, I'm not done. So how can she be done with me? Yep. She's done with you because she tried a thousand bazillion yep. times or every which way that she can possibly think of. And there's 90 billion ways that she can say, I just need this from you. Can you please listen to me? Can yep. you just make an effort, even though you're this tough guy, whatever, give me a little bit of you because I've given you all of me. And that's the other thing. I feel like women give them all themselves in them. Men keep those boundaries mm-hmm. because, oh, I'm a tough guy. I'm not going to let this girl get yep. to me under my skin. That's just the way we are. Yep. And that's it. Really, it is how you're built up. And we're, okay, I'm going to soften him. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm, I'm going to change him. Oh, yeah. Yep. And a lot of times that doesn't work. And then when they don't meet your <sighs> needs, I guess, we're done. We're yep. done, done. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, because guys are, they're all about, they can't let the love go. They yeah. still love them no matter all, how and, bad they treat them. It doesn't and, matter. And sometimes that they like that uh, more. If they treat them like, yeah. they're like, oh, I like it, turns me on. No, that's an infatuation, not a love. Yep. That's a, that's not healthy. The bad boy, bad girl complex. Yeah. And that's where we, we get abuse and we get, unfortunately, we get people that get killed because Knows, no means no in a sense that this has to be over for yep. my health. And women are so emotionally and hormonal and all the things. And it we could really go down that rabbit hole of mental illness because. If I can't have you, nobody can. Yeah. And then they feel for that. They, or a lot of times I hear too, men will threaten, I'm going to kill myself. So then as a woman, that caring entity, if something happens to them, it's my fault. And then I couldn't live with myself. And so they go back. Yep. And then, and it's a never-ending yeah. vicious cycle. And it's really hard to break the cycle. So hate can lead to so many. Stop that cycle, guys. Yeah. So Stop the cycle. It, you really have to love yourself enough to say this hate isn't good for me, and this hate is actually taking me three steps yep. back. So we talk about distancing mechanism. Yeah. Now, hate can also serve as a way for individuals to put distance between themselves and their ex-spouse. This emotional detachment might initially seem beneficial as it might make it easier to sever ties or make difficult decisions. I thought about you with this one. Did you? Yeah, with the Thanksgiving thing and then the bike ride. (laughs) Yeah, that's me. No, go there for a second. Thanksgiving. Okay, so talking about Thanksgiving, I had my future ex over because I wanted to, with the three kids, keep it some semblance of family. So I invited her over. We were going through the divorce and I invited her over to have turkey with us. And I cooked the turkey. I fucked it up. That's a different story. So we had my ex, my soon-to-be ex, three kids, and and a freaking jacked-up turkey. And she didn't help clean up. That that really woke me up. This man, you know, if if you invited me over, and so since that, I had a newfound. So it it was almost like, like taking two steps forward and then three steps back, but it gave me that realization. Perspective. yeah, it's like this. No, work. she was like, okay, yeah. I came up for dinner, so maybe she thought that you guys were in a good space, and then you guys were doing something after, and you're going to go for a bike ride. Just well, I want to go, and you're like, no, yep. we're separate entities now. Yep. Like we are divorcing, yep. and so so Thanksgiving helped that. Yeah, yeah, and I think when you distant when 
I think it was too like right after when I was going through my divorce and all that stuff and we did Christmas together and I was supposed to have them half the day and they're like why don't you just come over Christmas Eve you can stay in your downstairs with Kimberly do Christmas in the morning and then maybe have dinner and blah 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 at I made that conscious decision I did I spent the Christmas Eve with them so I could wake up with the kids in the morning and do the thing at noon when I knew my future would be I left mm-hmm and I think that's the first moment I'm like, I'm on my own. I'm angry that I have to leave, but I'm healing because I have to leave. Yep. So, so you're like in between, like you're stuck. Yeah. It's and like- so it was the saddest drive home, of course, because it's the first time I wasn't with my kids all day. Mm-hmm. But it was also going, so this is what this is going to be I, like. I have to get used. I have to do and this. And so I hate the fact that I have to leave. Mm-hmm. But in this hatred, I'm learning that I'm going to be okay. So let's talk about three steps back. Oh, the, here the we go. The bad part of hate yeah. that sucks you into, it's almost like a false security. Oh, I yeah. hate him. I hate yeah. her. So I'm going to feel better. Yeah. But it's, it eats you away, man. Just eats you. Next, next thing you know, you're drinking. Losing you're your teeth. Losing your teeth. <laughs> losing you know, weight. Your bicycle. Your bicycle's flat because you don't pump up the tires. You don't play pickleball anymore. Yeah, you, you stop know, being who you are. You, you're, you're a shell of who you were. You serial date and count chocolate. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that prolonged negative energy holding on to intense negative um, emotions like hate can be draining over time. These feelings can be mentally, emotionally, and even physically taxing. Oh, this prolonged yeah. negativity can hinder the healing process or by constantly reinvigorating the pain and memories of a failed marriage. It's almost like, it's almost like Groundhog Day. It's oh. just like freaking Groundhog Day. Oh, <laughs> Look that, that, that is great. I didn't think of that. That's a great analogy. It's yeah. just like Groundhog Day. Yeah. Until you break that cycle and fall in love. Especially when you're like, okay, today's going to be the day. I did yeah. everything perfect. And yep. now one thing. Oh, fuck. It's yep. 6 a.m. again. Yeah. On Groundhog's Day. And it's, oh, I jumped in the puddle this time. Mm. I did this. I But nibbled. it was all about falling in love. Love would break the cycle. Yeah. And so you really, I, and I think the the part about this too is the longer you stay in that negative, it starts to become physical. Yeah. The longer. It affects you. If you're drinking too long, your liver's, fuck, I hate you. I'm sick. I don't feel good. You turn yellow. I'm not eating because I'm so. What's that smell? Oh, that's keto, keto acidosis. Yes. (laughs) There it is. Calatosis. I'm homeless. (laughs) Oh, keto acidosis. You sound like Please. Please. Keto (laughs) acidosis. And you're, even though hate is mental, it's a state of, you know, disconcernment, right? Being, yes. It's. It's that nothing else is going to make me happy because I'm in such a hateful space. You stop eating. You lose weight. You stop hanging out with friends because you're like, I'm a lonely fifth wheel or whatever. And you don't want to be the one who's not dating or you don't want to be the person that's going through a divorce single or blah, blah, blah. You don't want to have to tell your story anymore. So you hate that you have to tell this story. You hate that you have to tell people I failed. And it's just snowballs. Yeah. And so snowballs. if you stay in that state, you are going to eventually. Your decision making sucks. Uh, You can't sleep. Yeah, uh, it's a it's yeah. a hard place to be. And again, if you stay in that negative state, you won't 
go out and meet people. You yep. won't go and have social experiences. You won't go and start playing volleyball again mm. or go to the library or go to concerts or go find out who the fuck you are after 24 years of marriage and kids and doing things for other people. So if you don't explore the world around you, you're going to be engulfed by it. And then you'll be hit on a rabbit hole. The straitjacket. So if any of you guys are in this rabbit hole, start with baby steps. Yeah. So what kind of baby steps can we tell them to do? Get out of the house. Oh, yeah. Go uh, for a walk. Go for go a walk. walk around your neighborhood and meet your neighbors. You know how many neighbors I didn't know I had? Yep. <laughs> I was like, oh, is that where you live? Oh, oh, is that where you live? Oh, I'm going to ride my bike. Oh, both ways. But don't ride your bike where I was from because uphill both ways is really a thing. Yep. That's a bitch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So get out of that. That that mind. I would go is, to Target and do nothing. I would just walk around. I'm not it's a mind fuck. I am it not is. going to buy anything, but I'm gonna walk through Target and see the things they have. I'm gonna walk through the outlets and see what Especially they have. Especially during Christmas, man, is really cool. Oh yeah, that's right where oh, mine yeah. was going on, see? like Perfect. at the end of the year, yeah. So just I went to Red Rocks like eight times that that summer. Like eight times. They have like yoga stuff, right? I went one time and I was like early in the morning and they had a church revival thing. I was like, nope, that's not for me. And then they had like tourists and they had, did you know there's a museum in the rocks? I'm going to say, I'm going to say. I've been to Red Rocks four times and didn't know that if you go all the way to the top and then you go down these little stairs on the left and you go all the way in, there's a whole museum in there. Over there by the restaurant? Or further back behind the restaurant? It's like. You when you go up the stairs, the and Red Rock stairs, and then to the left, and then there's the bathrooms are there, mm-hmm. and you go down there. I don't know if the restaurant. I think the restaurant's on the other side. Okay. But yeah, yeah, a whole event up there. My daughter graduated from there. I didn't even know it. What? They call it that good old Mountain Dew, Mountain Dew, and then that refuse it or few. So hush up your mug and fill up your jug with that good old Mountain Dew. My uncle Jizz got a little white shit. Okay. Sorry. What in the hell is just <laughs> happening was, here? That was my revival. Okay, good Ma- job. Mountain Dew revival. Okay. Yes. It's good. You will glow if you drink Mountain Dew. <laughs> just like David. He's glowing. Yep. <laughs> like hindrance and moving forward. Like we know that because in that negative thing, you're sitting in that negative space. You can't think of anything else but yep. all that hate that you have. And at some point you have to see that ex as just a person and i think the moment i there was no not no emotion but there was no affect like i wasn't mad i wasn't sad i wasn't angry he was just another person he was like a person walking down the street and that was able that made me able to i like him still he's the father of my kids he's the this he's you know yes even though he had a terrible family he wasn't all bad so what would you tell people that are going to through a contentious divorce and they're mad and things aren't going right? Let and, and shit it's hard. Go. It's hard to let get shit out of it. go. Yeah. The more let stuff it you go. let go. Yeah. Let it I can't yeah. sing. I'm also everything can't be a battle. Yeah, no, and don't try don't try to make a fight. Yeah. Sometimes you're gonna be. Sometimes you're gonna find out that sometimes it's, it's there's unavoidable. some bullshit. Yep. Or whatever it is. And okay, okay, yeah. I yeah. remember the moment where I just talked monotone, and the reaction I got was what I wanted. So that's how gotcha. I continued to talk. Be like, this is what I need you to do. This is what I am going to do. This is how we are going to do it. And once I had that 
I don't know if it was respect, but once I had that in Control. my head, yeah, maybe. Yep. I was like, I will no longer accept this. So here's what's going to happen. Yep. Where before, I'd be like, if you can't, and very indecisive and very don't want to hurt anybody's feelings or anything. But once it was like, no, you're not going to talk like that, or no, that's not going to happen, or this is, can we do this because I need this, or I have yep. to go somewhere, can we switch days, or can we do this? And it's been really like, yep, let's make it work because the only thing we can do is make it work. Because if yep. we don't make it work, who's affected? Our son. Kids. Yep. Yeah. And we have older kids too, of course, they're affected in this every day. If we stay in hate, it's going to bleed over into the kids. We talked about decision-making well-being, if you don't take care of your emotional bullshit, baggage, whatever you want to call it, it's going to bleed over into your physical stress. So if you don't take care of yourself, you can't, stress. Take, you can't take care of others. I would like to stress yep. that stress is, a reality. is physical and will knock you on your ass. I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine, it's fine, everything's fine, blah, 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 blah. And then you're like, oh, I'm having heart palpitations. Oh, I'm passing out. Oh, I'm not eating. Oh, look at that. Yep. You have viral pancreatitis. Oh, woohoo. So let's remember that the most important part of hate is to let some go. Yeah, let it go. Take yeah. care of yourself. Self-care. Yeah. One of the combats of hate is self-care. Yeah. Care and two yourself. is... If you're hating someone, it's shitty. You feel shitty. Yep. And if you can't see through the diarrhea, <laughs> the shittiness. Sometimes you can't. Like, how are you going to get better? Yep. How are you going to get better? And it's all about getting better. And it does get better. And that's a whole lot of energy. Yeah. Wasted energy. Yeah. That you could spend on yourself. Yeah. Take your kids out. Go on a bike ride. I go can on remember, a walk. like. In that state of, I hate this situation, I was crying all the time. I was like, mm -hmm. I really hate having puppy eyes all the time. Like, why isn't someone else crying? Why isn't anybody else crying? Why isn't anybody this pissed off? Why? And, and what did mm -hmm. that do? I hate the way it makes me feel. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a, so, a self-imposed thing. Yeah. And yeah. so the way to combat that is less hate. Yeah. Let... It, and again, it goes back to those texts. And then delete it all and be like, okay. 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 Parting words. What do you got for me? Give it to me. Give it to me. Give it to me, baby. You are going to be angry. You are going to dislike. You are going to have to get to a point where you hate the current situation so much that the only alternative is divorce. So you've gotten to the divorce or you're in the process of divorce. Let that go now because your end result is the divorce or it's not. And you're going to work through it and you're going to communicate and you're going to do the things that, you know, may lead to a divorce. So if you want to be in it and work hard for it, because it really is hard work. But if you're at the point where you're getting divorced or you're just newly divorced, let go of the hate because you can't move forward and you can't be the best version of you for a future partner, for your children, for your family, for your work, for all the things that make you you. Let it go. Get better, be better, do better. All right, folks. 147, Divorce Devil. You've heard it. Hate. Let go of the hate. Please. <laughs> Pretty right. please. Pretty please. Let go of the hate. <laughs> or maybe just water it down. Yeah. You just go You can hate turkey. a lot of things. You can hate the, like... Yeah, you can't go cold turkey. You, you can go, hate yeah. the state of the world. You can hate pollution. You can hate bad drivers. You can hate shitty people. Let's, you can let's, hate things, but 
what how does that how is it affecting you daily is it are, are those people coming over for christmas dinner no maybe have like diet hate and the one one calorie hate <laughs> not full hate baby hate baby hate <laughs> don't hate babies baby hate baby hate like baby gap is that baby pre gap, but pre-hate pre-hate <laughs> not to be like pre but pre-hate yeah don't, and, and don't get to full hate that's different than haters oh hate, there's always going to be haters yeah hate hateration is different than but if you have haters like the that like slang haters mm-hmm. you're doing good keep going yeah <laughs> Because someone's looking up to you. Yeah. Someone's jealous of what you're doing and just showed them. All right, everybody. Have a nice night. Bye-bye. Love you. Bye.